With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Get in the know. Nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. And today it's actually Purple Access coming at you. It's Judd, it's Chips Doggin, Star Tribune uh, columnist, and Declan Goff, executive producing, as he always does in such a fine manner. And Chip, welcome back to the show. I want to start you with this. So we we are now to the always interesting springtime uh, phenomenon of OTAs, organized team activities. Vikings will be on the field next week. We will have access to watch what they do on Tuesday. What is your curiosity, and not that you glean a ton from the, these things, but just yeah. in general, what is your curiosity about watching the entire um, process when it comes to fifth-round quarterback Jaron Hall? Just as far as, like, not just what he does and not just how he throws or or uh, begins to understand the offense, but also, and I think this is the most interesting thing to me personally, also the relationship that Kevin O'Connell develops because we mm-hmm. have seen chipper through the, the years we have seen a lot of you know quarterbacks drafted in late rounds and for the most part i think we shrug and we're like okay there's the next jdb and you know we'll see him at applebee's until he's cut <laughs> which we did inside, once with john in, sullivan inside joke there which, which we did <laughs> once yes but, the look on their face when they walked in and saw me and you said at the bar. Oh, they were not happy. They're like, oh, Christ. <laughs> they thought they yeah. found a spot, didn't they? Yep, they thought they found like, a spot. No, this is our spot, guys. This is our spot. <laughs> but what's your curiosity, yeah. the development of Jaron Hall? Well, you, you say we can't glean much, and we we can't. You can't really be anything definitive. However, hmm? we felt pretty definitive watching Kellen Monlesh. <laughs> yeah. You knew that was not going to work, right? I mean, it took training camp. Um, when they're when it's a little closer to real football, uh, when you when you saw that this that was just not they're not going to go forward uh, with him. So, um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm curious to see how Kevin O'Connell talks about Darren Hall and how much time he 
because so much of the, you know this stuff is about the starters and getting them reps and um I don't know how many reps Jaron Hall will get you know as the third guy I assume he'll start as the third guy behind Mullins yeah but I'm curious to see what what Kevin O'Connell says about him about his progressions um he's never you know I don't know if he's ever going to cut open the vein and give you true serum answers right but um I mean we you know we'll be able to watch like Lossy on his passes and 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 that type of thing, but I, I'm just kind of curious to see his overall feel, right? Mm-hmm. And just and just is this guy going to be a you know? I don't I don't. You never want to put a, a you know a limitation on a guy, but I, you know I don't see him being the guy going forward. But could he be a backup for you? And a, you know, could he be your number two for a number of years? Possibly. And I think where my curiosity lies is is the O'Connell side of this, too, though. Because, you know, mm-hmm. Chipper, we haven't seen – I mean, Mike had assistant coaches that certainly worked with the young QBs who were brought in, but Mike didn't. And, I, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't – He didn't. I don't mean, mean to be a jerk about this, but he didn't care that much because he, he was a defensive guy and basically wanted the offense not to screw up his defense. Um, this might be, if I'm not mistaken here, Chip, the first yeah. young quarterback that we have really seen worked with since Tavares Jackson was a second round pick in 2006 by Brad Childress, who of course, yeah. com- you know, and, and in Tavares, I don't know that, you know, God rest his soul. I don't know that Tavares was ever going to be successful, but I also didn't think that he got a great chance here. Like he was put into a system, they, which the Vikings said, you will work within the confines of, of this. So yeah. with, o- with O'Connell, I'm really curious to see with this sort of piece of clay, how he molds it. Well, this is O'Connell's pick. Right. Right. I mean, I, you have to think that this is the guy he wanted at, at the, you know, in the spot in the draft where they took him. And so he saw something he likes and that he thinks he can mold and that he can, you know, work with and develop. And so this is, you know, th- they hired O'Connell in part, maybe a large part, to figure out the quarterback situation. I don't think it's this guy, but you drafted him <clears throat> with an idea that he's going to be something for you, whether it's a long-term backup um, or what have you. So, uh, yeah, I want to see how O'Connell really develops this kid and um, see what he can do with you know, a, pros- a prospect um, because – Yes, he can improve Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins is sort of what he is, right? right. <laughs> I mean, you're, you can help him with, you know, maybe playing faster or being, you know, good within your system. But um, Amen. the mold of clay was there, you know, it, it is, it was already molded. Um, so, I, yeah, I am curious to see, like, I, you know, I assume he'll get a lot of hands-on work, but like in team stuff, how much, how many reps is that, all going to exa- get? That's, that's the thing I don't know. Right and, and like, sorry. Go ahead. And we've seen we've seen how O'Connell handled the first couple of years is where pretty, pretty light, pretty uh, laid back. Not a lot of, um, it was unlike a lot of OTAs and, and training camps that we've seen. So I, I'm curious to see if that changes too. Yeah, and I guess my question is this, and I don't know. So I'm going from a starting point of not not having a clue, but with a quarterback with an a head coach whose forte is in quarterbacks to your point, like you're not going to give him first team reps. Like those don't exist. 
So how do you, and again, it's a question. It's not, it's not a indictment. How do you develop him? That's what I'm yeah. really curious to see. Cause I have no clue. Cause I don't think we've ever really seen it done here uh, for years and years. Does he get to, you think year one, he gets to ascends to the number two spot? I don't, I think he makes the 53. I don't think yeah. he goes to number two unless somebody gets hurt. Yeah. I, I, it just seems like it's something you can slow play, right? Mm-hmm. At least for this year. It's like you, you don't, you know, Nick Mullins, whatever. I mean, he's maybe your backup, but, um, and we know Kurt, you know, his history of, of you know, durability. So, um, but it's, I, you know, it's, it's, this is, Again, this is O'Connell's pick, right? This has to be the quarterback that he – he. I'm sure he studied all the quarterbacks, and this is the guy he, he zeroed in on. So let's see what, you know, he can do with him. Off that point, so it, it's clear that just from the various reports that came out around the draft, Chipper, that the Vikings had conversations about trying to move up. There, there was a report, I think, from Tom Pelissero, uh after the draft that they had actually talked about trying to go get Bryce Young. What is your and and we don't know this, but what is your gut or your feeling about your trust in what they're doing here? Because there's obviously multiple options, and they've obviously at times shot very high. Now they they yeah. came away with a fifth round pick, but what what's your trust in how this process is unfolding? Because I find it to be really really intriguing. Uh, in, in terms of just the quarterback position, yeah, just the quarterback position, I, and what you're I seeing. don't. I don't know. I think it's to be determined, right? Um, we know they like Richardson a lot. I think, I, you know, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago when I was on. Is like, I think they have an idea of the type of quarterback they want. Mobile, athletic. I could see him going that way. But I, I still wonder, and this is, the, this is the crux of it, Judd, I don't think they're going to be bad enough to be in the discussion to get you know, I don't see them bottoming, bottoming out right. if that's, you know. And so let's say they go nine and eight. Where is that going to put you in the draft pecking order? And do they have enough ammunition or would they be willing to give up a bunch of future first, you know, to try to really go up and be in the Caleb Williams, Drake May discussion? Or. Or is there a potential, because we, we don't know the plans. Like, there's clearly exactly. multiple plans here. Or is there a plan where they just try to keep Kirk for another year? Well, yeah, I, you know? yeah, yeah, I could see that. And, again, I'm <clears throat> there's part of me that's, that doesn't think that an extension's this summer sometime is the door's shut. I mean, I could see – I would not be surprised if they added another year to give them a little more um, – a little more runway to figure this out, you know, because I don't think they want to be in a situation where like, all right, now you've got to draft a quarterback and this has to be the guy. Like you're under the gun. Like right. this is it. You know, they don't want to be in that situation. Right. It's funny that O'Connell has floated bridge a couple of times. I've heard him say bridge, you know, yes. which if I, if I was ranking my, uh, you know, the wish list, that would probably be down low because I, I, you know, a bridge. You're just well, delaying the obvious, and and not to say you can't have success with a bridge. I mean, we've seen it. You know, I mean, Case they had a really good year with the bridge, but 
I don't know. I just think it's if you can not if you can avoid having to do that. Um, you know that's preferable. But maybe they maybe they won't. Maybe Kurt just says, you know, I'm moving on after this, and they don't want to trust it to a rookie, or they don't like you know anybody, or they're not in a position to get somebody they like, and you have to go bridge. But I, I, don't you think that feels like the last alternative for them? I think it does, and I think that would depend on Kirk saying bye. Like I yeah. like I think with Kirk in some ways, and we don't know this fully yet, Chip. I think they're dealing from a position of power because he does want to stay here, mm-hmm. and so like I don't think that they have moved on from Kirk. I think that, that no. they are that for the first time since Kirk got here in 2018 that they are saying, Kirk, we're exploring options here, and you might not be it, but you might be too. So hang yeah. loose. So like in this is going to sound crazy, but in some ways at the end of the day for a year or two more, could Kirk be the bridge? Because I'm with you. The worst yeah. thing that the worst thing you could do is say, okay, screw it. We have to draft a quarterback now. That's Christian Ponder. That's how you got there. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, and it's not to say, you know, you can't be paralyzed by the Ponder or the idea of Ponder, right? Like, oh my God, we can't repeat history. Well, you know, don't, you know, find a better quarterback. Right. But um, it is – I don't know if the game of chicken is the right way, but right. But it is, um, you know, as much as we know Kirk loves it here and he wants to retire here and all that, just takes one team after the season to say, hey, we want you to come be our guy and here's X number of money and we're going to give you four years and maybe he walks and, and then, you know um, – but I, I I agree with the way they're handling it in terms of I would not go three or four years extension with him. But I think it's I agree totally. Yes, at the at the money that he's going to command or want, I just I wouldn't do that. And so it's a fascinating, delicate dance that they're walking right now. Yes. Um, that I that you can see going. There's like four different scenarios that are realistic for how this thing will play out, and. I'm sure they have like in their in their meeting rooms, path one, path two, path three, here's what we're gonna do. I mean, you have to have all the contingency for every scenario. And the really the um the really interesting thing about about this now too is at this point in time, until he proves he can't do it and he's a long way from that, there has to be a certain amount of faith put in O'Connell that he can yeah. make it work, right? So like if if you get a bridge, the problem previously with Mike here and the, the bridge and Keenum worked out spectacularly in, in 17, but the problem there was like, he's like, okay, play this guy. We'll play this guy. But you know, with O'Connell, you, you got to think if, if it's a bridge, he's going to know far more about what he's looking at for that bridge. Yeah. So like there has to be a, a trust tree with Kevin O'Connell to a point that hasn't existed here for, from a quarterback standpoint in a long time, as far as identifying and getting the most from that player. And how much do you think this year, let's say they go, I don't think they're winning 13 games again, right? Let's no. say they go nine and eight, you know, maybe, maybe 10 and seven. Get to the playoffs. They lose in the first round again. Kirk has another good year, but they don't really, they're still kind of stuck in that, in that same spot. I mean, how many times do you just keep saying, let's run it back and hope it, you know, even if it's the defense's fault, even if it's, you know, the defense is not fully fixed and there's still a, a detriment to them. I, you know, I just wonder when they if, if when they're going to say, let's turn a page and, and try something different. I think they're going to eventually. Like I, I think they want like, to. 
Because like yeah. it, it's not like they brought back the entire team again. Like 2020, what, 1 into 22 is going to be yeah. incredibly different from a personnel standpoint than 22 into 23. So I think that there's a desire to, to do that. But at this position, you also can't just say, screw it. We'll, well start this yeah. guy unless you're damn sure. So yeah, like, that's what makes it intriguing. Yeah, it's it's a hell of a lot different saying we're moving on from Eric Kendricks than we're moving on from established quarterback. You yeah. know, so it's like this is it's tricky and and uh, I you know I, I have to look at the quarterback class next year. We know the top two, but what's three, four, five? You know, I've are seen the first, list, but yeah, are they going to be first round picks? I don't know. Um, yeah. um, so that that will be. You know, maybe they fall in love with someone that's probably more in line with where they're going to be drafting. Like, again, I just don't think they're going to – the tanking that's going to go on for Caleb Williams, I mean, you're really going to have to be really bad next year to be in that discussion. Definitely. Unless definitely. you're going to give up a lot of future uh, assets, which I would do probably, you know, to get that kid. Right. Got got a question for you off that point, but before I get to that question, I want to talk to you about my friends at Livia Weight Control Center, Shipper. Lose up to 10 pounds by Memorial Day with their doctor-recommended program. That's right. You two can go from looking like the guy on the left to looking like the guy on the, the right. Are those the same person? I can confirm they are the same person because that person is me, and I want you to be next to experience not only the uh, great gift of weight loss, but also of keeping that weight off. That's the most important thing. Join today. You're going to get three months free. Get summer ready right now by calling 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Three months free, 10 pounds off by Memorial Day, and then you're going to keep it off. What more could you ask for? So off that point, Chipper, could you ever see a day, post-Cousins, obviously, probably, where they do tank? Um, and if not, how do you think they're going to solve this quarterback problem? I don't – well, I'm, I'm just going off my experience, Judd. I don't think the Wilfs would have the stomach for it. Um, What was the – the only year that they were in – and it, I don't – they weren't tanking. They were just bad. But um, the Leslie Frazier year when they lost, like, all those blown leads. How many games did they win that year? Uh, three. I think they went three and yeah, 13, three and 13 and got Matt Clill. Yeah. So do I see another, I mean, in my time, that's the only one I can really remember where the yeah the sky's falling, you know? Yep. So I just, this is not an organization that's typically in that position. They're stuck in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, uh, good, but not great playoff team, but not a, a real contender. Um, so I would, I would, I guess if you have a rookie quarterback, you know, it could be rough. But I still look at, um, you know, when you have a Justin Jefferson, it's hard to think that this team's going to be terrible. When you have, right, you, you know, young talent that's, that's good, I just I, I don't think that they're going to be in that spot. Now, you get hit with a ton of injuries, okay, that changes everything. But we just haven't seen him very much be in that in that ballpark, Judd. No, I, I mean, in my time, just going back as a kid, as a fan. Following the team, they were god awful under Les Steckel in '84. Uh, to your point, was that 2011 or 12? When I think won- it's, it was 12 because that's when I went back on the yeah 12 because I went back on the beat. They won three games there, but I mean, yes, they they have been they have been really not all that competitive. But like as far as the oh my gosh, we have a top three 
top yeah. five draft pick to take a quarterback. But, you know, the problem is this. Caleb Williams is almost certainly going to be taken by goal one yeah. that tanks on purpose. <laughs> um, yes. And, and so it's not going to, to be like, you know, I mean, the fact Chicago traded its first overall pick is not going to become, in my opinion, the norm. No. It's going no, to be, I, we got to take that quarterback. Whoever's, yeah, I mean, he's going number one, and there's going to be a race to get to that spot. <laughs> to get to him, because he's that, I just think he's that talented. Um, so I, I just, I don't see them in that in that spot. And so that's where, can you find your franchise quarterback outside those top two? That's, that's hey, guess what? That's why you hired Kevin O'Connell. Or, or. Does does KOC start Jaron Hall in 2024 <laughs> and let the chips fall where they may, baby? Yeah, I, just lose a ton. Yeah, hey, Jaron. Yeah, you're you're starting. You tried hard, man. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I. It, it's funny because if there's not an extension, and I don't, you know, with with cousins before the season, I don't think it's going to be a weekly talker. But come December, it's going to be a weekly talker. Oh, God, yeah. No November, mm-hmm. where it's going to be, and he's going to get asked about a lot. Um, I don't think it'll affect his play. He's done a pretty good job of anytime he's had contract issues, he just kind of – he does a pretty good job of compartmentalizing and, and just being who he is. So I, I don't think it's going to affect his play or his attitude, but we're going to be talking about this in December if this is you know coming down the stretch and he – you know, this, this is it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Absolutely. And, you know, it, if he's playing well, it's going to be a very interesting discussion. If he's not, it's going to be more so because at that point in time, too. And look, I, I mean, I think in some ways, and I don't blame him, I don't think the Vikings mind putting this pressure on him. Sure. Like at this point with these with Quazy and Kevin, I think putting this pressure on Kirk is absolutely fine because they probably they probably want to see how he reacts as well. Well. It's they have their eye on the future, and if this is a byproduct that there's pressure on him, then so be it. That's just how it has to be. But they're not going to cave and 
you know, they're going to hold line. They're not going to give them a three or four year extension. Um, they've made that clear. Right. And so right. if it puts pressure on him, then that's part of the business. Um, I think they, I think they understand that he probably can handle it. Right. That is not going to be, yeah. he's not going to be disruptive or anything like that. So I don't think they mind in that, in that way. Thoughts on the 2023 schedule. What did you think of that? Once we saw the opponents, uh, not just the, the opponents, but the list as well of how they're going to fall out. Yeah, I did. You know, um, it's obviously a difficult schedule yeah. when you're playing, uh, uh, you know, that group of quarterbacks. Um, Philly on Thursday night in week two. Philly, yeah. I mean, look at so the quarterbacks are what. Uh, Hertz, Jalen Hurts, Herbert in week three, Burrow uh, in week, Mahomes in week Mahomes. five. Yep, and then uh, Burrow, Burrow comes in at Cincinnati, right? at Cincinnati. Yeah. And if Russell Ooh. Wilson rebounds with Sean Payton, which I think he very well might, that that Broncos game, I I think we all now think the Broncos aren't good, but Sean Payton is a very good coach, and I would not be surprised if they are a playoff team. Yeah, it's it's um I Jedi maybe Russell Wilson is just bad now or you know, he is I, I put a lot on that coach, you know. Oh. I put a lot on you know, it's just the incompetence there and the, um so we'll see. I mean I John Payton's a great coach, so um but John, those quarterbacks going against that defense, it better be good. It better or better be improved, you know. And early too, Chipper. Yeah. You know, Hurts, Herbert. Mahomes within what a one, two, three, four, uh, a four week span. So like that secondary better hold up. Yeah. And does it, you know, I want to see it, it cousins goes against, you know, top quarterbacks all the time too, but it's another, this will be another storyline for, you know, those weeks is like you're facing these top quarterbacks, you know, can cousins, you know, stack up and, and score a lot of points because I think they're, I, they're definitely going to have to win a certain way this year, I think. I just don't – I think the defense will be better because it can't be worse, but I don't know how much better. Um, and I think their offense is going to be better. Both should be, too. Yeah. I, I think I think we talked about this the last time we chatted a couple weeks ago. That offense, in my opinion, scoring-wise, should be like a top five. Well, yeah. They it's should funny. be producing like, a lot of points. This is how it's going to be. Like I think the offense is going to score more. I think the defense will be better. I don't know how much better, but I think they'll be better. But I don't think they'll. I think they'll have a worse record just because of, you know, you're not going nine and zero in one score games. I mean, that was no, that was an outlier, you know. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's no reason that that offense shouldn't be better. Um, what are they going to do with Dalvin? When's that? Is that going to be the post? That could be a June I, thing, I assume. I think it's over, but I just don't know when exactly. Yeah. Um, which, which, by, which, by the way, is like fine. I'm absolutely you're, you're, yeah. For that I'm money, yeah. That. I mean, he was definitely uh, feast or famine last year. I mean, the home run plays stood out, yeah. obviously, but there's a lot of negative yard runs. I mean, yes. I'm fine with going with Alexander. Yes, and, and um, whoever they piece it together with. The last three games are intriguing. All within the division, you go mm-hmm. versus Detroit, versus Green Bay on Sunday night, and then you close uh, on the seventh of January at Detroit. So here's my question for you, buddy: Are you buying as much Lion stock 
as a lot of people, including the league are, because they put Detroit in primetime on Thursday night against Kansas I know. City to open the season. Do I have the guts to pick the Lions to win the division? That's the question. Yes. You just asked yourself a very important question. Are you man enough to answer it on this show right now? <laughs> is this is this thing catalog uh, so people can come oh, back and God. see it? <laughs> oh, it can be pulled at any moment. As soon as I don't start, trust the Lions ever. I agree. I, agree. I don't trust the Lions ever. I'm too uh, scarred from, you know, them screwing it up somehow. Uh, they'll be the fashionable pick to win the division, I'm guessing, right? Um, oh, yeah. I don't know, Judd. I I think they're good, but they're the Lions, so I always expect something goofy to happen. Are you I picking also, them to win the division? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because here here's my problem. They now have expectations. Sure. And I don't know that they won't fold. Just enough to cost themselves. You know, I can't get past this, Chip. They should have won here last year. Mm-hmm. And and Dan Campbell, after going for it all game, the fourth, by, yeah. <laughs> decides to, you know, that stupid field goal attempt. And this is away the entire game. And that, yeah. you know, there's Dan Campbell things I can't get past. I know. That's it. And you're, you know, I think you're 100% right about the expectations. You can say that that stuff doesn't matter. It it does. It has an effect. I mean, we've seen teams that that, that don't handle that well. And I just don't know if they have the right, Make up to handle it well. Maybe they do. Maybe they'll prove that they can and gamble. He's so but high I, I have my de- he's so the roller high coaster low. thing. Yeah, the the roller coaster would. Ticey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when it's good with him, it's great, right? But uh, if if it does get tight and you know anxiety starts to spike, is he going to lower the temperature or raise it? You know, um, I don't know. I mean, I I think they're really talented. I think there's. A lot of stuff to, to like about that team. But I, I think it's just one of those things they have to prove it first before I totally buy in. Yeah. And my problem is, so I, I think that the Bears, well, almost certainly have to be improved, are still going to be bad. Yeah, they're still so, building. Yeah. The Packers with Jordan Love, I d- don't know. And as you just discussed, and I'm with you, it's hard for me to buy into the Lions. But when, when we did our mock predictions for the Vikings schedule, I came away with 9-8. and eight. So am yeah, I saying a nine and eight team is going to win the division? You know, I mean that's a fairly long shot as well. So yeah, that's that's, my that's issue. I would say nine and eight too, Judd. That's kind of where you know, um, maybe ten and seven. But yeah, is that going to win the division? I don't I mean somebody's going to have to have a good year. You know, I would right. think right. So I think there's only I don't I don't you know unless Jordan Love just totally stuns everybody. I don't see it being the Packers. I agree with that, but I do think that we are probably right now building up Detroit too much and shooting Green Bay down too much, if that if that makes sense to you. Yeah, but... Because, like, we're so sure. Rodgers is gone. It's all going to, you know... Yeah. I don't know. And, he, and he, just, last year, he last year had become just a distraction. Well, 100%. And, but it's hard when you've had how many years of Hall of Fame quarterback played all of a sudden... I turn agree. it over to it, you know, and not know what you're getting to really say, okay, they're going to be this. I mean, we don't know. It's just total guess. I, I think there's a fighting chance that the NFC North morphs into what the AL Central is right now. <laughs> don't say that. Just terrible. <laughs> don't Awful say division. that. Well, that's like when, when people ask me, like, you know, I was at my daughter's graduation this weekend. Somebody said, are the twins good at like 
huh, are the Twins good? In their division, you know, they're leading the division. I don't know how good they are. They play the Dodgers, you know? it might be a problem, and it became a problem. But, yeah, they're <laughs> great against the White Sox. Yeah. So anyway. You're right. I think that's, that's how it might be because you don't – it's just – there's a lot of unknowns and flaws with all those teams. I don't Absolutely. think there's one great team in there. Absolutely. All right, Chip Scoggins, thanks so much. Talk to you in a couple of weeks, okay? All right, brother. We'll see you.